What feeling you think is the most important when communicating about your solution? What do you think? Let me tell you, it's passion. Passion is what influence. That's a quality that it's the number one. The Alpha Talks podcast crafts you and your business into an alpha, not for the faint-hearted. I am Sefer Hakim, serial entrepreneur and your success mentor, founder of the Alpha Movement, and people call me the Alpha. And that's for a reason, of course. With 20 plus years of experience and eight figures portfolio of businesses, myself and the show guests will be striking thunder of top-notch listening in business and mindset. No bull, just first-class value, not like others. So join us now to become your own version of an alpha. Welcome to the Alpha Talks podcast. Hopefully by now you are feeling better about the idea of sales and your ability to go out and be successful at helping and serving people versus selling and pushing. And this is a massive shift in your mindset. In this episode, we will continue with the five rules of sales or five rules of selling, and we will continue with rule number three. But as a reminder from previous episodes, rule number one was to stop selling. Rule number two was to stop pushing. Rule number three is where you will learn to 10x your result. And the most important thing in half of the time. So let's start here by rule number three. And rule number three says, stop selling to the wrong people. Again, stop selling to the wrong people. A lot of you and a lot of us, actually, we spend a lot of time, energy, effort, resources, budget, pitching to the wrong people. And we all know that if you try to be all things to everyone, you will be nothing to anyone. And this is a big problem for entrepreneurship. Because you cannot say no to anyone. And as a result, you become spread out across many different things and you miss the opportunity for the ones that really matter. So what I want you to do, I want you to narrow your focus. Instead of trying to sell to more people, I want you to sell to fewer people. It's to narrow your focus. It's not who you want. Again, it's not who you want, it's who wants you. And it's a big switch here. Find out who wants you. That's a critical thing. Find people with a problem. Don't try and convince people that they have a problem. The key, the biggest key to greater profits is rarely more clients. Rather, more profitable and great clients. One best buyer can be worth 100 regular buyers. Again, one best buyer can be worth 100 regular buyers. And a great example of that is um, Michael Dell. Michael Dell, when he was in high school, he used to work for the Houston Post. He was selling newspaper subscriptions. And most people selling newspaper uh, subscriptions, they were simply what? Taking out a phone book? And start calling one after another, one after another, one after another. But Michael realized that this is actually not fruitful. So he had to figure out 
who was most likely to buy newspaper subscription. He took the time to think about it. And he realized it was those people who just moved to a new house or a new home or people who just got married. So instead of calling the phone book as other people did, he went to the court records and he extracted and pulled out the records for uh, home mortgages, uh, records for marriage uh, license. And he started to call these narrow group of people. Narrow but specific group of people. And the result was amazing. In half of the time, he 10x'd his results versus everybody around him. And he became the number one salesperson. Actually, that's the outcome that's created when you narrow your focus down. And you narrow your focus on the most profitable and highest potential clients. And on clients that already have a need. Not those you're trying to convince that they should have this need. And again, that's a mindset switch. So how do you do that? I call this the ROI-ROE. Again, ROI-ROE. It's the return on investment, return on energy. You need to focus on the client type with the greatest need. Most money. Easiest to reach. Quickest to decide. Easiest and quickest to serve. That stays with you the longest. That refers you the most. And at the end, are the most enjoyable to work with. As humans, again, we can desire whatever we want with regard to the client selection their demographics or whatsoever. But let's look at the client, uh, client vetting grid that I just mentioned. It will make your sales skyrocket. It will focus you on finding the most profitable clients for you. And at the same time, will save you energy, time, and resources to focus on ROI, ROE when deciding on your clients. Let's move to rule number four. Rule number four says what? Stop selling the wrong product. Again, stop selling the wrong product. Many of you are selling the wrong product. And let's do a simple experiment now. I want you to write down what you sell in just one sentence. What you sell in just one sentence. The answer you just wrote is probably wrong. And I'm just warning you. And let me give you the answer right now. Here is what you're selling. Ultimately, what you're selling at first is you. They have to buy you before they trust and buy what you offer. One time, I wanted to buy a car. It's a personal example. So I called the dealership, and the guy was so unlike. Seriously, just weird. I'm not saying that he was rude, but he's just unlikable. That ended that I hang up the phone, and I got the car. I bought the car from another person. The only difference between the two dealerships, they had the same car, was the person that I was dealing with. I didn't like the first guy. I liked the second guy. The second guy got the business. The first guy didn't. It's the same product, same situation, but just different person. I know you have a great product. I'm sure about that. But this is not what you're selling at first. What you're selling at first is you. 
either they're gonna buy you or not either they're gonna trust you or not either they're gonna do business with you or not so you have to know you're selling you at first because if they don't buy you first they don't like you first they don't care what you have to offer they have to like you first then and i'm stressing on then then consider whether they like what you've got or not it's really an important distinction it doesn't matter the words you say in sales again it doesn't matter the words you say in sales what matters is who behind those words it doesn't matter the words you say in sales what matters is who behind those words and there is a favorite quote of mine which says who you are speaks so loudly i cannot hear what you're saying who you are speaks so loudly i cannot hear what you are saying so who you are behind the words matter more than the words you speak and everybody around us including yourself is worried more about the words that you're using rather than worrying about the person saying those words by saying this i'm asking you who do you need to become in order to be that kind of person that attracts the kind of people you're looking to influence again who do you need to become who do you need to become to embody the excellence of your brand the excellence of your product or the excellence of your business how you become the great example it's everything that you do it's everything that you say it's everything that how you look and it's everything in terms of you showing up all these cream out the quality of your brand the message you want to bring and the influence you want to have if those are not aligned or there is a disconnect between them there is no question why your sales affected negatively so while it's fresh in your head i want you to pause a little bit and i want you to write five descriptors you want your brand to be known for again i want you to pause and write five descriptors you want your brand to be known for after you're done with this i want you to ask yourself a question on each of them do you embody those traits to each and every one ask yourself this you will be really interested in the results that you will find out sometimes we want our brand to stand for something but actually we as people act in a different way that doesn't align with it at the end we communicate with feelings not words let me give an example on that let's say there is a dog a rottweiler this dog can have two responses if the dog senses fear which means to the dog it's a threat and when it, there is a threat to the dog the dog attacks and become aggressive when the, the dog senses joy he will respond accordingly as dogs humans also act the same we communicate with feelings we know it consciously or unconsciously how somebody feels about something that they talk about and i'm sure you've been hearing people talking 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 and you just know that they're lying that's why we as humans we communicate with feelings 
to when you communicate about your great product or service, your feelings go before the words that you say. So it's not the words that you say or the words that you speak, but it's the emotion that you put behind those words. And let me give you an example of that. You know the short, uh, the shirt, the shirt pin, the suit pin. If I take this sh- shirt pin and I throw it at you, it will bounce back. You will feel it, yes, but it will not make an impact on you. But imagine that I get this shirt pin and I wrap it along an iron bar. I can drive it through your heart. This shirt pin is the word. And this iron bar is the emotion behind it. So it's the emotions that we put behind the words that give the words the power. And in sales, we transfer feelings. So let me ask you, what feeling you think is the most important when communicating about your solution. What do you think? Let me tell you, it's passion. Passion is what influence. That's a quality that it's the number one. And there are four ways how to do that. How to light your fire when you communicate about your service or your solution. And you know what? Because you are in sales or you're running your business or you're trying to build your empire, your enthusiasm can wane. And it can be difficult to keep that passion on fire on always. That's why these four matches are important to continue to have this fire up over and over again throughout your journey. And these five, uh, four ways, I'll be talking about them in details in our next episode next week. So for now, I want you to stay bold Stay driven and stay alpha. That wraps another inspiring episode of today's show. I hope that this episode has ignited your inner alpha and left you feeling inspired, motivated, and ready to conquer any challenge that comes your way. Remember, alphas aren't born, they're made. It isn't about dominating others. It's about embracing your authenticity leading with integrity and making a positive impact on the world. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Alpha Talks on your favorite podcast platform. Leave us a review and share the podcast with your fellow alphas. Also connect with us on social media at Saif Hakim. Share your thoughts, insight, and stories of personal and business growth with us. Let's create a movement of alphas supporting one another. The world needs more alphas like you exactly. Until next time, stay bold, Stay driven and stay out.